forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wished for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, <laughs> my horoscope today is fear is contagious. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. My Hi. horoscope today is fear is contagious. Wait, that ooh, that's a good mm. idea. It's always a good idea to look at your horror. What okay, does that horse? mean? Uh, fear is contagious. It means like if other people are afraid, don't let it affect you. Yeah. And if you're afraid, don't put it on to others. Okay, okay, mm. okay. Wait, are you looking at CoStar? Yeah. Where's my I like I like horoscopes and stuff, but the astrology thing has gone way too far to be like I my friend it. my friend Isabel told me Wait, where's my whore? Where's your whore? My friend Isabel told me she saw this girl pass out from like heat exhaustion and as she's being pulled into the ambulance, her friend is telling the EMT, also she's like a Libra. No. So- <laughs> oh, okay. That sounds like a bad sketch. I know, and I'm like, are you serious? And she's That's like, crazy. the girl was dead serious. Try to interact honestly with reality every second of your life. Pressure and spirituality and sex and love. Trouble with Why is work, thinking, so and creativity. <laughs> Mine was like a text. Uh, trouble with work, thinking, and creativity, social life, and self. Wow. <laughs> and also just generally self. Wait, cool. Trouble in every area plus internally. I love Look that. up Scorpio. That's me, Scorpio. Oh, we're both Scorps. When's you? October 28th. October 31st. Wow. I forget mm. that you're a Halloween boy. Halloween born and raised. Ooh. I was born and raised Halloween. Born and raised Halloween. <laughs> I was born on Halloween. I was raised on Halloween. <laughs> and every day I live uh, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> the Halloween lifestyle. <laughs> aren't, uh, we, aren't we all just wearing costumes? Isn't fashion just drag? Wow. Is it? Wait, what's the, what's the quote? Your, everything else is drag. What is it? Yeah. I forget. You're born and you're, you're born and everything mm-hmm. else is drag. It's like, no, it's actually not. <laughs> um, actually, these are my work clothes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this pencil skirt. <laughs> no, but I didn't. When I read that quote, I was like, oh, yeah. Sometimes Who said I'm that? in a RuPaul? dress. I think it was RuPaul. I hate RuPaul. <laughs> He's full of shit. <laughs> She's full of shit. Wait, no, I think he goes by he pronouns. All right. He's full of shit. Yeah. I disagree. RuPaul is full I love of RuPaul. shit. At, don't at me. Ru Ru? You're going to get added for sure. People are going to be pissed off when you say that, Everything babe. he says, it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> you're so full of shit. <laughs> Forever Dog cancels you tomorrow. You know, like <laughs> a judge of care. So you have to believe me when I say RuPaul's I know you are, but I just, I, I'm also allowed to disagree on this one. A judge okay. of care from a distance? He's a good judge of care in general. I feel like you are. Everything he says, it's like, oh, this is what you would say if you were full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool. This is one of the main things you'd actually go ahead and choose to say. <laughs> Pretentious Should people you choose get to so be full far. Of shit. In comedy, yeah. you see it so much where I'm like, oh, if I could just be fully up my own ass, I would d- be so yeah. much I better I like I don't even know like, any comedians anymore. Anyone who's that successful world. and speaks in that many platitudes is full of shit. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this, Marsha. Yes. You're about to go absolutely off on attachment styles. Do oh, us right. a favor. Yeah. Tell us, teach us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we were seeking treatment. Okay, I feel like because that's what Pat's I was looking at me bad. No, I'm like pissed off. About RuPaul. Why? About no. RuPaul? Yeah. Yeah. It like, annoys me thinking of hearing, thinking about people hearing me say that and being like, no, he's not. It's like, shut up. I'm out of the microphone. And yes, he is. I'm going to see your Instagram questions, like, answering people who are just furious. I'm full of shit, too. I don't care. That's the thing is that everybody's full of, full of shit, shit. but you need shit. to know, like, 
that you no, but like everybody is, and it's like okay. you need to know. Yeah, you Marge just call me full of shit on my oh, your, show. Your radio show. We're all we do full live. of shit. We're all full of shit. But you have to know Some you're full of shit. Especially full of shit. Yes, no, but people who are like very Some into more than themselves. Others. Yes. <laughs> For or she. Um, but. Anyways, I'm in the middle of RuPaul. RuPaul's my blame it on the shit, 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 shit. Blame it on the shit, shit, shit. I was saying, I was doing a parody earlier before you started recording, where I said, "Blame it on the energy, blame it on the crystals, blame it on the sage." Oh right. Blame it on the witch Brooklyn. Oh, and the grains, ancient grains, ancient grains. Blame it on the quirky. Urban Outfitters <laughs> Vintage Shop Okay Energy uh, That's like an amazing that comedy song that I'm on, yeah. That's great That's an amazing comedy song That's an incredible comedy song That's like amazing what someone would, comedy song You're gonna get a DM from someone being like Can I do Club Coming and do that song Can I do that? Can someone, I cover it? <laughs> people are asking me to cover my songs And I'm like I don't know The thing is It's like when I, It's so nice Somebody asked me for the um, sheet music To one of me and Isabel's songs Yeah And I'm like I'm flattered But I've it's not even close to like Being on TV Or like mainstream yeah. in any way So I can't have somebody Take it from me Before totally. it's even like Gotten anywhere Is that the right answer? I should say no. I, I mean, it's up to you. Like, it, it can be cool, but I just, I don't trust people to go, this next song is by Marsha Belsky totally. before they sing it. At, yeah, people yeah. are fucking nuts. And then give your handles. Yeah, I mean, maybe they could because then it's like, it's good word of mouth, you know, if people are yeah. performing your songs around town. I mean, if they if they do a song and they don't say it's by me, I'm like, they're a psychopath and I they won't are. have their head. I, your songs get stuck in my head so much totally. like, thank you Quinn oh my totally. god is that Henry Kapirsky touch I'm yeah. singing don't Maybe. get yeah. me started on my friend jeans I have never I haven't written a new song in a while but you know it's okay it's okay that I haven't written a new song in a while the song will come I have dated I like it's called the man it must be a <laughs> oh subconscious thing like if I fuck this skinny <laughs> wow. guy I won't have a charm but daughter oh my god we talked about that because before I had heard your song I was talking about that. I was like, I feel like I just want to fuck thin men so that I can like have a daughter who's thin, but then I'll resent her for it. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. I know. I won't resent her. I'll be like, you're very lucky. I'm happy. I can give you this life. Happy for you. Now attachments die. Right. So I don't know like all the different ins and outs because like everything, I just found the one that related to me and sort of ignored the rest. Cool. But um, there's, I feel like there's different ones, but I know there's anxious attachment, which is what I feel that I have. I keep talking about it like it's like a disease, but I don't think it is. <laughs> and there's avoidant attachment and then there's secure attachment. So like secure is like you're stable and like that's what we're all supposed to be striving for. I don't know if anybody is actually solidly one thing. Avoidant is the type of people who love bomb you where like Fuck they're me. so obsessed for a I month. I get love bombed so much. I get love bombed so much where it's like they're. And I can sense it now too, like where it's like they're obsessed with you for like a month and they're like so intense. You are, texting you are a every good day. sounding board when there's a new boy in the picture because you're so, you're like, um, you're like in, uh, your face. sorry. You're like a pathologist who, like, every time you go, you're like, I think this is true. You'll be like, pushing, like, let me find the problem. And that's like how we work out, like, a diagnosis where yeah. you're like, he's probably love bombing you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. Like, I, my friends will, like, be talking about a guy and they're like, yeah, like he's texting me every single day. Mm-hmm. He da 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 da, and I'm just sitting there going, "He's avoidant." Like, I mean, and hopefully one of those times it turns out he is actually just obsessed with you, the person. But we all want to think. I get so frustrated when my girlfriends are like, 
yeah, he's just like so in love with me. Like he's just like so obsessed with me. And that's why he and it's like, honestly, babe, like he's probably jumping girl to girl. Like it happens. And it's not that you're not special. It's that he's fucked up. Like, but they do this thing where they're like, he's just so into me. That's why he like did this. And then it's like, okay, but in a month he's going to like dip, you know? But not always, you know, sometimes people do that thing where like all of a sudden they're together every day and then that's their relationship. And like, you know, it happens sometimes. Like, like is that you. what you guys did? Kind oh, of. Yeah. yeah. We like yeah. met one day and then it was just like on. So on. avoidance is I like want that. they love bomb you and then what happens? Then they just disappear. Yeah. Like and they, they cannot form those like secure. I There is like some like reasoning behind it. Like, but it's basically that they they avoid intimacy they avoid real attachments but they still want it because they're human so they basically can only go so far as a month or two months or whatever and then they have to end things or like i don't know that much about i know that i'm attracted to avoidant people and that i have like anxious attachment is where it's like and i thought this is just what dating was and then to find out that it's actually like kind of a, a style, disorder actually a disorder <laughs> a dating is defect. a disorder it is. Yeah. dating is a disorder dating is a disorder anxious attachments like where you get really attached really quickly and then you're kind of trying to like talk yourself off the cliff immediately we're like <laughs> i and we all Me? do this thing oh, where like yeah. when i get a crush on somebody i swear to god it's like i'm envisioning like the yeah. wedding the kids but oh, not only that like the fights the divorce Divorce. Like, I'm yeah, like it's seeing, not cool. I talk to you. It's not cool. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and but with anxious attachment, it's funny because I have like the symptoms of a like crazy girlfriend, but I don't actually show it. So I keep the it very internally. Or not the symptoms like the Dr. The feelings. <laughs> I am, I'm showing signs of but like where I feel like I have the internal feelings of like if somebody doesn't text me back within two minutes, like it's over. They hate me. No one could ever like me. And why did I ever think that they yeah. did? And blah, 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 blah. I'm very jealous. But and but at the same time, anxious people seek avoidant people because they're looking for like negative confirmation bias that like nobody wants to be with them. I so think that like, I'm an avoidant person. You are. Now, yeah. I don't notice it so much in relations, but I'm noticing. I know I, in all of my other behavior, I I I avoid discomfort. Like it's well, that's different. No, we all, avoidant is like where you specifically avoid uh, intimate like attachments or like or the partnerships yeah. like and not all avoidant people like it's all very flux I feel like but I knew that I had this like anxious attachment style because I get very attached I get like even just like a casual hookup like if they I can't do the open relationship stuff because like if they are into other girls like it just I take it so personally even I'm if the exact it has nothing same to do with I'm anxious yeah. too anxious and I read this thing where it said you interpret neutral facial expressions as negative. That's so funny. And that's so me where I was like, that's like a comedian thing too. That's really hard. Is like, I have been working so hard for the last few years to like not define myself based on other people's reactions mm-hmm. to me. But that's like our whole lives. Yeah. It's like literally defining our value based on other yeah. people's reactions. So like trying to like take that out of my personal life has been hard. Yeah. You know, it's totally. hard. I'm so like, seriously, if we're sitting on the couch and he's on his phone for two seconds, I'm like, why are you not in love with me? Like, yeah, I yeah. like freak Fuck, out. I know. It's like, I, that's how I used to be so that way. And I feel like I've grown a bit and I'm less that yeah, way now. Same. But then I, it's so easy to snap back into those tendencies. And then yeah. to feel like, and then I, all of a sudden I feel like, why are you being your college self? You're being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so hard not to go there when. Yeah. And I was love bombed uh, in January. You yeah, were? Yeah, you were. I was really love bombed. And now I'm like, is it happening again? No, I don't 
think it's happening again. I feel like it's hard. I don't think so either, but it's hard to say. Because it's also, it's like these things are not set in stone where it's like sometimes people like change their mind. Like it's kind of the game where it's like, I just feel like there's this constant thing of me having to act disinterested so that they like pursue me and like, you know. That's how I feel too. It's frustrating. I feel like in every relationship I try and I try and win it. So I try, who I meet, I try, I do whatever it takes to get them to fall in love with me. And then I decide whether or not I want to reciprocate Me too. That's totally, that's like, yeah. My current relationship is the only time I've ever had any kind of like, any kind of entanglement. You guys are so cute. In my mind or otherwise. Where it's it, really there sweet. There just really was He's no games. Like we just yeah. met. It was kind of L at first S. And it he was, was just so, like, but he was so open about his feelings He for was you. really <laughs> forward and open. And but you I liked was, it. You weren't. I, that's secure yeah, attachment. That's the men that I like now, which I feel like I've grown from. I haven't been into avoidant guys. I feel like consciously for like a while because I'm making the choice to like, I only want to be with a guy who's like, this is how I feel. How do you feel? Like mm-hmm. I want somebody who's just that's like how it is with us right now, which is nice. Yeah, the communication. I will say it made it move very quickly. Where now it it does feel like wow, we got here very quickly. When yeah. you think about how long you've been dating, it's like yeah. oh, like um, which can be a little scary sometimes. Where it's like oh wow, this is like such a huge part of my like I, that's that yeah. I get anxiety about that. Where I'm like oh my goodness, this is such a huge part of my life. What if it ends and then I won't be mm-hmm. okay? Like I don't like to feel like there's something in my life where if it went away. I would not be okay. That's all of dating for me. Like, that's why I really freak out. I'm like, I don't want to get used to you. Yeah, you like have to trust. That's what love is. It's like you just. It is. To quote one of my favorite poems. Wow. When you fall in love. Wow. You scan the obituaries looking for your name. Oh, interesting. What does that mean? I know. It's like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what does that mean? The beginning of it is like you, you. It's like you're preparing for death. It's like it's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, I thought you're you, like you looking open for your, your husband's up. name in no, the obituary. No, no, no. You, you, you scan. <laughs> you, you, uh, you scan. You're looking for your name <laughs> because it's like you know. You're yeah. There's it's it it's, like like it's, it's like a. Day. It's like you know. Eventually, it will hurt no matter what, and you also know that you're opening yourself up. You're di- a part of you, a part of yourself is dying and you're giving way to this other, this big, greater That's thing. That's scary yeah. to me. Oh, I didn't, I, you know, I never, I thought that I, cause I did, I for sure for all of my twenties had like intense intimacy stuff. Like the, mm-hmm. when I ended working with my last therapist, like that's what we kind of reflected on is like, look, you've been able to be part of this intimate relationship and that wasn't something you're able to do six yeah. months ago. And, yeah, it's pretty amazing. But I didn't realize like that's what this fear, it's like, oh, like that's what I get so scared of is like is the question what if it ends and then I, I better set it up so that if it ends I'll still I won't notice it so much of but course, you can't yeah. not, like the heartbreak's so hard because you're just sitting there like what are they doing what are they thinking what do they want like I feel like now I prepare for this like devastating just but it actually drives me creatively which is kind of the yeah. give and take is like when I'm in moments of heartbreak I've never been funnier more sociable more likable in oh, my life course. and then I go home and cry and cry and cry I've never I've never had a heartbreak <gasps> I've never had a hard breakup I've never been in love and then had it end I've never been in love See see what I was going to say is that I feel like because I've been in relationships where at the beginning I thought if this ends I will die. Yeah. And I've gotten through that at least three or four times. Yeah. You just know that you just will get through it. I feel lucky that my first major heartbreak was like really like I my first boyfriend like I was in love with like I thought we were going to get married. Not the predator. Before the predator. (laughs) I think this is why I rebounded with the predator is like. 
because this guy, like, he was, like, everything I wanted. Like, he, like, looked older, but he was my age. We had the same friends. He was, like, a musical theater guy, but also a druggie. Like, it was truly, like, perfect. <laughs> and then, like, oh. we broke up, and I was devastated like devastated devastated and the hardest part is is I lost so much weight because I was like so and I I hate when I'm like truly sick emotionally or whatever and then that's the time that people come up and they're like oh my god you look great I'm like cool I'm dying inside thank you when I was looking back I have a lot I keep my weight in a note on my phone because I've been on my weight loss journey Catherine I don't like that no I've been on a weight loss journey for three years and it's actually helpful so everyone has different things I don't. I weigh myself like once every few weeks. It's not like that. It's just cool. like to keep track. But I was I looking like to back go to the doctor and go. <gasps> oh God! <laughs> I was looking back to when I was the thinnest, and it was like when I was in the throes of my breakup, not eating, drinking yep. all the time, fucking constantly. I was yep. like, Oh no! I was. Yeah, I it's wasn't not eating. So yeah. It's like no yeah. one. I was really really going nuts. Totally. But you look, and that's where people. That's why <sighs> our society is so fucked up. Because like when you're like on the like deathbed, like people are like. You look hot. <laughs> like you have like a stomach bug. You almost die. They're like, whatever you're doing, keep know, doing it. Yeah. Do you guys want to open casket? No. Jews aren't allowed to have open casket. Oh, really? Yeah. Let them have open casket. <laughs> God almighty. But I think I'm going to get cremated. I cremated, feel like. What you're also not supposed to do as a Jew, but I feel like I will. Well, um, yeah. I'll uh, be cremated and scattered in all my favorite places with all my favorite people. I feel like it's so showy to not get cremated. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's like, like the earth this, is dying. I take up this space. I also just don't <laughs> like that look. What look? Of, of the open being cast? Dead, yeah. Oh, being dead is not cheap. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they look good. No, but it never no. looks it never looks quite like the person. No, of I know. course. That's the whole thing. I They're actually dead. not yeah. to be like dark, but I had this I'd never been to an open casket funeral. And then my uncle passed away. He's he was Christian. And I for some reason seeing his body gave me a lot of closure with his death, where it made me realize Whoa. why people do it. Because you really look at him, you go, He's not there anymore. Wow. Like, but it was crazy because everything else has been so obscured for me where you just kind of accept that person is dead, but you never see it. Oh, that's interesting. So that's but, why people do it, I think. But I don't want to be ingrained in anyone's mind as one like wearing one specific outfit. No, totally. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I want like, them to remember all of my outfits I ever wore. Of course. Like I'm not gonna put you in your in your borrowed Givenchy suit. <laughs> right. Why don't we have a multiple outfit change funeral? Yeah. Like open casket. I'm in the back like changing his body. Anybody <laughs> would have wanted. Or be all the new luck. <laughs> That'd be so good. You're like, okay. It's done. So, it was so, in wait, his so will. if you know you have anxious attachment style how do you cope with it what do you do I've been trying to just like get myself to a good place but it is really hard because I'm doing all this work on myself I ha- I've had to decide that I don't want a relationship and that I'm not like so the crushes I have feel a little less severe because I'm not trying to like why have you decided that I think just and for how do you now actually believe it I know it's hard to believe it because then as soon as I get a crush and a guy shows yeah. me any attention I'm like we're married we have of kids course. we're together but like I think it's just that it is so easy to backslide. So I'm trying to get myself to a good place where my value is really centered in myself so mm-hmm. that other people can't take it from me, you know, because then I think I can set up for like an intimate relationship where it's like you're still going to be heartbroken, but you don't have to like lose your identity mm-hmm. where it's like. And also, it's just I do feel like for at least like men, like I'm waiting for them to catch up a little bit with me where like I know what I'm looking for but I'm not really seeing it in like a lot of people so then I'm like I I feel impatient but also I know that like I'm gonna wait like I can't 
I can't date somebody where it's not going to work for longer than like a couple months. Like yeah. I have this very, I'm super impatient. I always shoot straight to the end in my head, mm-hmm. fast forward, like blah, blah, blah. But I'll also try and make things that are not going to work, like work. So I actually do both. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's tricky because I feel like my impulse is to be like, right away th- see the wrong things that you can't get too invested but then sometimes it's like maybe accept that the new thing will look different from what you thought you wanted because yeah. maybe what you thought you wanted isn't really what's good for you or like yeah we have these like perfect like ideals I'm kind of a perfectionist too so it makes dating really hard because every like is your Venus and Virgo awkward moment maybe actually Mine I don't off. know I forget everything I learned yesterday. I remember everything. I have some crazy chart. What is in where? All I know is my first boyfriend's grandma was like a triple Scorpio psychic like lady. And then she read my chart and was obsessed with me. And then when he broke up with me, she was so mad. She like grabbed and was like, you never break up with a Scorpio. Oh my God. How about this? this? I'll let you put it anywhere. How about my (laughs) Venus in Virgo? (laughs) Uh, I'll let um, you put it anyway. Oh, I hit my hand on the. Wait, oh, so no. Marshall, Marshall. Yes, Marshall Belsk. Marshall Belsk. Uncle you, Marcus. Who are you and who do you? Oh want my god! To be? Right, tell us your entire life story. Okay. We kind of got into it. You were like a party girl. Party, party girl. She's a party girl with a bad habit. Bad habit for drugs. She's a slut and she knows it. I feel like Chris Lilly is like so funny and also probably the biggest psycho in the entire world. I followed him on Facebook like years ago when I was like still in college. Facebook fan page. That's who she was. When I was, that's who I was. Following Facebook Following Chris Lilly's Facebook fan page. In college and like not realizing also how racist that show was and then like watching it now. The Jonah, like, yeah. And also then he did this show called We Can Be Heroes, like where he plays like an Asian character and oh, Australia God. is bad but then like and he does legitimate blackface at one point but yeah. like so I was but anyways it's was following awful. his Facebook page and he posts these like stream of consciousness like all caps like oh my god and I was like yeah of course like this guy who's like such a genius is just a full psycho in his personal life yeah. like that's the trick. So that's who I was and who I want to be as someone who is a creative genius who's a full psycho in my personal life. No. Beautiful. I feel like I'm too trying to balance like being normal. I should just give up on being normal. We're like, it's so exhausting. Mm. Like, and people don't even want that from you. Like, no one wants you to be normal. Nobody wants you to be normal. I've spent my whole life trying to like be like not too much. And now I'm trying to let that go and just be like, whatever. If I'm too much for people, fuck them. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. The worst is when someone who's normal is trying to be eccentric. It's like, oh my you God. have the holy grail. You're normal. Like, run with that. <laughs> the That's what go you know. with the holy grail. It's <laughs> offensive to me, someone who's like desperately trying to be normal. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. It's like, okay, this is my thing is scaring people. Please don't like take it from me. I feel pretty normal, even though I'm completely psychotic. <laughs> yeah, you're not normal. And that's how you know. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I want. I want to feel normal while being psychotic. I feel psychotic while being psychotic. Like, um, I, think because I, have, I think because I have a normal family, I feel like I'm normal. But totally. actually, when someone meets me, they think they're worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> they take your temperature like, okay. Um, did you watch Stranger? Stranger Mm-mm. Things? Mm-hmm. I watched the first no, five I'm apps. going there. Oh, what? Yeah. That can't be a stock question for this podcast. Is it right? <laughs> oh, stock question. Do you, uh, our new segment, do did you, you think, watch Stranger? Did Adnan do it? Did Adnan do it? Did Adnan do it? Do you think Adnan did it? I never listened to all of Serial, but judging off of the 30 minutes I listened to, no. 
Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> you know, I never look at you in this way on the pod. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like, we're looking at yeah. like, so ways are you question you <laughs> We're looking at each other from the other side of the mic stand. Usually it's always usually. directly through. I can yeah. see through. Or it's like over here. It's a little bit of Right now, today we're but over they're here. Going right. They're going left. Let me, <laughs> let me narrate for the people. <laughs> going right, going left. I want to go to a I want to go to a roller coaster this summer. Hershey Park, Let's Six Flags Great Adventure. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm here for like three more days. Where are you going? Edinburgh. Oh, that's right. Wait, that's so fun. Terrified. You're doing two months of shows there? One month. uh, It's a six week sojourn and I'm doing a month of shows. Shows every night? Every damn night. Wow. This is your full off Broadway run. I'm very, very scared and I feel only pain about it. I You'll get that feeling. Thing. You'll love it. I think if I had like any wish in the world besides like stopping all the evil, it would be to cut out the waiting period before mm-hmm. big shows. Even just the 30 minutes before. Like nothing totally, is yes. worse than you're like waiting to go up at nothing a show. Nothing is worse than the day you wake up the day of your big show. Yes. And you're like, I don't want to do For it. For me, it's the day yes. before. You're like, I don't want to do it. For you, it's the, day, it. the day before. I'm completely numb. I feel nothing. I wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh my God, can it just be eight o'clock? And the also, day, I don't want to do it. Yeah. The day of, I'm so weirdly zen and I feel so in control. I That's my, healthy, though. I That's lie what you're in my bed in a do. dark room, stare at the wall, wishing that I never made these choices. <laughs> yeah, all I want to do is like smoke pot and stay in bed. Yeah, my I famous quote, I could have had a nice life. I could have had a nice life. I feel that way about comedy and stuff sometimes, right? But I know I would be so unsatisfied. I would have been like, Probably like a well-paid lawyer who like hated herself. Well, you know, what? I know I wouldn't be less funny because you, you know see, we can all be lawyers. We can all be lawyers. <laughs> you see people in the normal world who like the are considered world. funny that like <laughs> you know they could be funny, but they just don't. They never sharpened it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's the problem. But is past like, is funny. Is really crazy. I know. Even in the comedy circuit. Oh, pfft. even in the comedy circuit. I saw this. Netflix. Remember my Mount Rushmore dance earlier. <laughs> What passes Wait, oh, as yeah, funny? Yeah, yeah. I saw this. Um, you know when you you know when you're on Netflix and you see like a clip of a stand-up special and it's like so oh, okay. bad. It's this. I saw this one. It was this woman being like, she's probably a a, a brilliant comedian. Probably. I think I know exactly. They probably the one you're chose a bad about. clip, but she's like, <laughs> my daughter's so fancy. She has a British accent. She's in the pool. She goes, Mom, can you prepare my towel? I go, How do you prepare a towel? I'm sitting with my sister. She goes, What's a towel? That was the exact joke. What's it? Her sister says, What's a towel? I don't get it. Am I not getting something? I will constantly be sitting in an audience or like on Twitter, and people will be like, This is the funniest thing I've ever like read. And then I'm looking at it, reading it four times, like, But how? What like, like they go to like I, yeah. I'm gonna have to go I hate to have I hate to have to do this today but it's I'm gonna have to to go forward with bringing up Eliza Elder Millennial Stop. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's a, that's like what the golden standard dude it's, it's Eliza Elder so Millennial elder. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Chinatown drunk or whatever she did in her special she has these like hashtags in her special oh. and she does this one joke where she's like you ever been so drunk that you like think that you like move to a different country but you're just in China I can't remember what the joke was but it was like and then at the bottom it was hashtag Chinatown drunk. yeah it's like that's what it remember her is. thing that women aren't funny because they don't make jokes about World War II about like World War II yeah. as if like ever, I talked to David Goldberg of course that's like the quote he put in the Jewish article about me where it literally ends with me being no one hates Jews more than Jews hate Jews like and I was like oh god did I say that and then Eliza Schlesinger was like I was like she's gonna get that Google alert like 
It's so it's so hard when I do these interviews because like it's obviously like amazing and I feel so grateful. But me and David are such good friends that I'll forget mm-hmm. that he's interviewing me. That's our whole life of this like podcast talking, is saying yeah. things that we ought yeah. to. Uh, yes, you I think I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh my God, RuPaul is going to get a Google alert that yes. I said he's full of shit. <laughs> I know. I, had an, I did an interview yesterday where I felt so casual because I was like, in my house talking that I was like, I wasn't on. I wasn't saying anything interesting. I was just like saying that like, what, I said something so stupid about something we'll find out soon <laughs> i'm canceled i know canceled. well and it's like so because like i yeah so then i talked about um how with eliza schlesinger like that thing was crazy to me because every single jewish girl i know has like an Anne frank joke that's how me and robbie hoffman became friends like yeah, it's oh, literally like uh, robbie is my favorite maybe my favorite comedian like i love her and like yeah, so then it was so funny because, like, David and I were talking, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, that um, Eliza Schlesinger you said was in there. And I was like, that's so funny because I love thinking about her, like, getting the Google alert. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I said this a year ago. And I'm like, uh, we'll <laughs> never forget. No, I'll never forget. Because she also said women talk Twitter. about their pussies, and she's literally done this whole bit where she dressed up as a vagina. And I'm like, just say <laughs> you are you hate Amy Schumer. Just yeah. say you're jealous and mad about Amy Schumer and talk about who you're talking about without casting all female. <laughs> comedians totally. into this like thing yeah. yeah like I like Schumer like I'm not even saying that I'm just saying like that's who you're mad about so I just say it Amy Schumer. yeah all right she can do no wrong in my mind I just love her she, yeah. also shout out to David Goldberg shout, shout out, out to David Goldberg an absolute delight 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 delort dilute dilute delight now here's a few questions ask anything do you guys feel hot today I do I physically you do and look hot. Yeah, thank you. This is my hot outfit because it's like flattering, and I show off my legs. I went yeah. through experience where I was gonna. I, I, I'm doing my first like hard like um. I've been doing some track. Where I'm gonna race a ten miler at the end of July and then sharpen towards a ten k. I wish I could. Why? Come. It's the hottest season. I know that. Well, just because I'm, 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 <laughs> well, no, it, it isn't. But it is like I'm. It I'm just doing like what they you. would call base training right now, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna peak base? for a ten a ten k in. September but so it's like right now I'm doing just a lot of like longer uh longer stuff and like at like a moderate pace but that would that would meet like it would be hard to race a short something short right now but it, I would run decently in a it's harder race. for you to run shorter races um no I just need to like spend a decent amount of time running like higher mileage and like longer track workouts yeah. and then like spend like a month to two months like running like what will be the first one will be today like I feel um, so threatened by people who exercise regularly well I don't I truly don't <laughs> think of it as exercise it's like um that makes it worse because well, I want to not think of exercise as like exercise. when I was going to like blank fitness and like lifting weights that, that felt like exercise it yeah. wasn't very fun but this, that's exactly why I like running because it doesn't feel it's like a mental thing yeah. I like running at, I run at blank I like the treadmill anyways I was supposed to do my first hard workout today at like 5k race pace and then like I um and then I had an appointment at 8.20. So I was like, let me try to wake up at like 5.50 and do it. And then no. I, I said, but I was in bed at 9. So That's I was like, I, okay. so I took like a okay. melatonin and I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. Honey, what, wish well, that shit I do have these, Ange told me about these Ollie brand melatonin that are like, that are powerful really? stuff. But, um, I need to get some of that because I'm too reliant on it, my It's never drugs. not worked for me, but I think it was the thing of like knowing I wanted to wake up early and then lying yeah. in bed, lying till 10, lying till 11, lying till 12. That's my one, whole, if I know I two. have to wake up early, I will mm. find a way to entertain myself till 5 a.m. I know, it's and disgusting. Pass out fitfully. I was up till after 2, I had to wake up at 7.45 if I just went straight to the meeting. So then I just like did that. So now I haven't run yesterday, but that's fine, but... Now I'm like, I can't wait really to do the track workout right now because it's going to be 90. Like, it'll definitely it's compromise the so workout. It's so hot. 
So now I'm not sure when I'll do it. Yeah. And, um, Humidity pretty low, though. I was going to run twice today. I was going to do that in the morning. And I was going to go easy at night. Oh, my God. I want to start doing doubles this. twice a week. Ugh, and you're going to run 10 miles eventually? I'm going to race. My, right, now my race. Long, right now my long run's 14. But I like wow. will race ten. I'll try to. I think I'll. I think I'll be in a bad shape to run like an hour. But we'll see. Fourteen wow. is more than more than double. I want to PR. I'm gonna race the Houston half in January, and my my PR for the half comes from 2012, and it's 114, which is 539. We got to figure out numbers. You know to me. We should plan. We should plan our trip. Yeah, we should plan our trip. We have to sign up for the. You're race. from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna go, and I'm gonna do the half. And I'm gonna do the half. <laughs> That's I am. Fun. It would be really meaningful to me if I could PR because I never thought I'd run faster than that. What does PR, PR mean? Personal record. Oh. Oh, I was thinking Sorry. you had PR for your like running <laughs> thing. Can we hire a PR woman? Yeah. <laughs> His greatest show yet <laughs> is Houston Half. Um, God. Wait, you run like that too? No, not like that. I like to but run. But you run a lot and you don't talk about it. I like to You don't talk about it. The most I've ever run. Um, wow, you're making fun of girls who do marathons. But I you're know. a runner. Oh, thank you, <laughs> queen up in heaven. It's been a journey for me, but I, I do think doing a marathon's crazy. But It is. But if I, I can run... I can run six or seven miles. That's the most I've ever done. That's a lot. I actually like doing the, like, for me with exercise, if I, like, know it's not going to stop, I, like, can't do it. So I like doing the intervals, which is actually apparently, like, better exercise. It like So that's how I run is I run for five minutes, like, walk for two, run for five, walk for two. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I will ho- hope I can be in shape for the half. You, you can. can be. You're in shape. I can always walk. doesn't matter. Remember I used to run yeah. into you and Mitra. You guys used to go to the gym by my old job. I ran oh, into yeah. you guys like twice. We had so much fun going to the gym together because she was like, I would like teach the things my trainer had showed me. And so then I became like this weird bully oh and I God. got off on it. Oh, Love I, that. I, do I want to... someone to train me for free who's been trained. Totally. That's someone I... told me that to get abs, you have to walk on the um, treadmill at like 20% incline. People love saying that. <laughs> Anyways, I oh, but you know what I do feel hot about is I have a tan right now, which I've never really yeah, had. Yeah, same. And it even goes to my midsection. You do look very tan. Pat. I always kind of think of you as tan. Are you not very tan? I got a um, little burn. I just don't go to the beach very much. Ooh. See, I got, see, I got a little burn. Yeah, Ooh. it doesn't look like a burn. It looks like it turned into a tan. It's a little red, but it's okay. But um, um but, and my other thing is I have this goatee right now. What do you think? You look great. The goatee today. looks good. I'm gonna shave it soon. Yeah, yeah. I like every, smooth every time went, I see you, you look hotter and hotter. Stop. I think it's love. You look good. Stop. We all went to the beach. That was a fun day. Yeah. That was fun. I wanted it again, but I want like it to be easier to get there. I know. I know. Someone told me about a beach that was easy to get to to this morning. Someone told me about a ferry. I took a bus to the beach and it was a lot easier. Wait, oh, apparently there's a beach. Uh, there's a bus that someone told me today. There's a bus that goes to Jacob Reese Beach. Yeah, that directly from there. Bedford Ave. Yeah, it's so. Oh. It's like. I went, I changed like why somewhere we, why are we around kidding here. Yeah. I, I would go again because now that I feel like I have the Starks, then I went to Narragansett last weekend and then Ooh, I got even more tan. The beer. So now I'm like, I went to the Narragansett I, beer actually. <laughs> and so now I'm we like. toured the factory. Now that I have some kindling, I want to really get a fire going. Yeah. I love it. Um, now, people hot, Catherine. I actually randomly do even though I, I do because I feel like. She does. I'm kind of calm today and I, yeah, I have time to hot. exercise. I'm feeling a little guilty because I need to cancel. I have dinner plans that I need to cancel for my mental health, but I yeah. feel really bad. I that it's really hard for me to do that when people are like, "You gotta do it." Like now, what I do, which makes me feel less bad, is just being totally honest with the person instead of being like, "Hey, I got this like other thing or whatever." I just text them like, 
I have to cancel and I'm really sorry, but like I just, but sometimes you get these friends that are like, boo. Like, I and I really hate that because boo when somebody cancels on me, I'm like, of course. Yole. Like, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of the greatest, course. they've given you the greatest gift. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's true too. It's like, no matter how close we are, cancellation is always a of blessing course. for me. Unless I'm like really been like bored, cooped up and this was going to be my one social that's interaction true. and then you bail and I'm like, <laughs> but very rare. Um, yeah, I feel sort of hot. Do you guys have crushes of the week? Um, I saw this guy running yesterday on, um, like, up in Greenpoint, wearing these like tight half shorts, mm. and he was bald and muscular, mm. and um, he was so hot. But then it was so crazy. He was running kind of fast, but I, he, I could tell he wasn't running very far. Then he <laughs> he disappeared around a corner, and then I passed the corner and I looked because he also had this like insane ass. I was like, I just have to see it again, <laughs> and um, he was gone. As quickly as he came, my he, god, he was gone. an ass ghost. Yeah, yeah, the, the ghost ma- of a the, perfect the magic ass. How are you getting the technicolor hole? How are the technicolor hole? Sorry, Catherine Cullen is Miss Frizzle. How are you getting the technicolor hole? Sorry, I closed my eyes. <laughs> Um, my crush is I have a crush on this chef near my house oh who my I've God. never spoken to. That's so hot. Talk I've, to me. I have such Where? a thing for chefs, in, even though they're all alcoholics. But like, hot. what? I live, in I live in Wilburg. Um, which every time I say that, people like roll their eyes, and I want to be like, my rent's not five thousand dollars. Like I want to like yeah. shoot it back. No, like who cares? You don't, don't give me shit when I say I live in the West Village. People are like, well, look at you, and I'm like, yeah, I have money that I'm spending on rent. Like, yeah. what do you want from me? What bitch? do you yeah. want? Grow I up. want to I have a in, nice place. I live in kind of Williamsburg, and my rent is eight twenty five. My rent's more than that, but it's like it, mine's like like twelve. You calling 13. that Williamsburg is? No, I want to go ahead and it's say kind generous. of Williamsburg. It's by McCormick Park. Yeah. Greenpoint. Greenpoint, yeah. It's yeah. right on the cusp. Yeah. It's on I the like cusp. that area. He's cuspy. You're cuspy. I'm I want to move out here when my lease is up it's next year. Me. Like, I like it out here. Down here is so nice. Yeah. Being by the park. I would even go further. Like, there's all this stuff. Like, if you live off of the 36th Street D, like, it's not that far with the express train, but it's so much cheaper out there. Like, I gotta know, do I, it. Me with trains, it doesn't, it's not a good match. Can't do, yeah, I gotta be able to, I love living close to the city because I can take a car and it's like so much cheaper. But yeah, but yeah so the chef works at this place near me called Lucy's. And I'm saying this because if for some reason he listens to this what? pod, what? I can Lucy's? make it happen. Where is that? It's, um, it's, where is it? It's like South 6th and like, Bedford area, like oh Barry. I used to live there. I, I, lo- I the live South across ones. from. Well, I shouldn't say actually on a podcast exactly where I live, but um, totally. but yeah. I so I love Lucy's. I've never been there. I so I I would go in there and like work um during the days when I would be off during the weekdays because it's like a cafe during the day mm-hmm. and then at night it turns into this nice restaurant. Although one time I went there, it's like I one time I paid sixteen dollars for an entree and they brought me out a fish the size of my phone no. and that was the whole. That no. was the whole dish. There was like no sides. I was really angry, but it's that not the sucks. chef's fault. And the, the that pisses me off. I know, but I don't. So I was in there like working and he like came out like as he was like prepping, I guess. And it was so crazy because like I worked there two or three days and he would always like come out. While I was there. And you know that feeling where you're like, I feel like you are staring at me, but also yeah. like, am I making it up? Like, I don't it's know. Tricky. Yeah. So then I was like, I felt like we had this kind of eye fucking thing, but I've never <laughs> spoken to him. That's hot. <laughs> so I was like always wondering if he would like maybe pop up on like Tinder or something like that. But oh, good Did call. He, he never yeah. popped up. But right. I, I canceled my Tinder a while ago. I'm like not into it anymore. It's only fun for a few weeks. I've never it's... done it. Exactly. And it's like then I went on a date with this guy oh. who I feel too emotionally responsible for other people is the problem. Like even strange 
strangers. So like, I never want to hurt somebody's feelings, even if they'll be fine. Like, so he was like, it was fine. He was just kind of like nerdy. And I just like, wasn't like sexually like attracted to him. So then I did this thing where like, I, I do this a lot actually, where instead of being like, Hey, I'm just not interested in a second date. I, I tell him that I have gotten back together with my ex. I think that's a really good one. I, and he was like, thanks for being honest. And I felt so bad. No, <laughs> like, no, no. It's, I'm it, a dick. I think it's good to lie in situations like that. You don't, it's like be as, kind as possible yeah. you don't want to make someone feel like shit and i hate when I'm men will text you like, like yeah you're you're I great know. but it's just not like oh my god like i got this such long text where it's like you're great but i'm not looking for and i'm like uh i yeah. always say there was someone that like i had hung out with once who literally um emailed me eight times that he wasn't attracted to me <laughs> like that's what i'm saying like shit like that where people feel so <laughs> i was like i don't need you to keep emailing me this oh my god he would, like hear me say something on the pod that w- literally was not about him and be like hey so psycho, i heard the pod psycho. i need you to know that i'm not <laughs> yeah I, like, I need course. you to know that i'm not attracted to you i was like oh, oh my god okay. that's so funny wait that's so funny Oh my god that's that's what happens sometimes too where it's like i feel like guys do this thing with me where at first maybe they're into me and then they just want to make sure that we're cool. Yeah. Like they're like, and I, this one guy I was recently with, like I literally. Because you know, they're scared you're going to talk about them on stage. That, and I'm like, but that's not even like. Men fear my power. I know. But then it's frustrating because I'm like, honestly, like this one dude, I timed it to the day where like he like did this really like over the top ending things. And then I said to my friend, I said, we have a mutual friend. And I was like, in two months, he's going to come to a show yeah. that I'm on with that mutual friend to like make sure that we're cool. And literally I called it to within the week <laughs> that he came to the, and I, and I was just like, and it's fine. Like we are cool, but also we were not friends. Like no, we dude. used to hook up, like, you know, with that, I, you don't know him. He's not a comic, but yeah. What happened to that comic you said you had a little crushy on that you told me about at Eden Hall? What um, show is that, by the way? That feels like a long time ago. Was that what show was that? Was it was it Stevie? Yes. It was our Stevie. Yeah. Our Stevie. It was you. Was it Stevie? Wasn't it you, Pat? No, I did Stevie when it wasn't Catherine. Oh, that's right. What was it? I did Stevie recently. I did it Some was so show. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I can't Anyways. remember. But always a thrill to be on a show with you at Union and then, Hall. But did, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you never it's see him around? no. So it's kind of I just kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I can't even say what. Well, it's not like you would listen. But I had this one. Okay, drag me. No, no. I just he, he doesn't <laughs> like my podcast work. No, no. I, I don't see him as like a Wait, listening them, to podcast them, guy. Them. I'll tell you after. I don't oh like the mouthing God. because I feel like I'm going to make noise. Okay, queen. But then, okay, queen. We mouth constantly. <laughs> but then we're always like. <laughs> No, I like you guys' mouthing. I just <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but we have there's this one guy who's like, uh, it's kind of funny because like it's one of those things. Sometimes you know somebody for a long time and you never think of them as an option, and then all of a sudden you're like obsessed. Oh, I can't with wait them. to figure out who it is. I know. So then, I was, I, 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 oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I always say I can't wait to figure out who it is, meaning I can't wait for you to <laughs> tell, tell me who it is. As <laughs> I figured it out. Vanessa, yeah. what's her name? Vanessa. Who's that detective? Well, the moment's completely gone. <laughs> Who's a teen detective like Vanessa? Oh, Ver- Veronica Mars. Yeah, Veronica. Who's that like Vanessa? Who's that word Vanessa over and over? You think you get Veronica Mars and Vanessa? Detective Vanessa. Who's that? Who's detective? Vanessa is the new show. <laughs> I'm gonna explicitly call teen detective Vanessa. <laughs> 
Oh my god, All I'm right. gonna remake the poster. Cass, are you mad at me or what? Hey, I could not be less mad at you. I you I feel amazing towards you. I love your ring pop. I love you. I love the way you are. Are you guys mad at me? Marsha, Marsha Belsky. Belsky. Do you know, this is another anxious attachment thing is that as soon as I leave a room, no matter how close I am with the people, I'm like, they hate me. Yeah, of course. They're mad at me. Could never be mad at you. I'm so, I'm so sorry it took us so long to get you back on the pod. Truly, no, yeah. oh my God. But you know, it was worth the wait because we've all changed and grown a lot. Oh, totally. We've all grown. A much, yes. much, a much better episode. I, feel like much I think better. so. I feel like in that episode, I like, whenever it got to the crush, I like panicked and said, mm. Darren Chris. And I was like, we have to change <laughs> that. That's okay. He is in the new Dorito. He is in the new Taco Bell. Um, Talk about French fry commercial. Yeah, and those are kind of bothering you. Yeah. I have the craziest kind of story about Darren Chris. Your ass. my ass Wait, today. I didn't want to ever tweet this story because I don't want to like blow him up. But the craziest thing happened with me and Melissa Stokowski with Darren Chris. We saw him at Marie's Crisis. No. Wait, what's Marie's Crisis? Um, it's the it's like the musical theater bar, like and oh. off it's Christopher a Street. Bar. Yeah, piano bar. And so like it was so crazy because he was there and there was not many people and we're outside and like Melissa goes to talk to him and he ended up saying the most wildly anti-Semitic. What? Like, it was so crazy. We're like he was he found out we were comedians. So people do this thing, I think, where they like try and really ham up whatever they yeah. think comedy oh. is. So he's like, what were your shows that you've done? We're like, oh, we did this Handmaid's Tale, the musical. And he's like, what are you working on now? And we're like, oh, we're doing a Fiddler on the Roof parody, um, Fiddler on the Rooftop bar. And he was like, oh, well, that makes sense because like Handmaid's, it's sort of like the Jews take all the money from the white people. Yee. And it was so, it didn't what? even make sense. That we doesn't like, make any sense. So me, if Melissa hadn't been there, I swear I would have felt like I was crazy. And I, we both were just like, because it would have been crazy for anybody to be saying it, but we're looking at Darren Chris in the face and, and we were like, what? And then he just said it again because he thought we weren't laughing because we like didn't hear no. him. Oh my but God. it's not like he, I don't think he was like, he definitely wasn't serious, but it was just kind of like some people have been famous oh for so God. long that they like don't know that you can't say shit some people, like that. Some people have been famous for so long that they're actually anti-Semitic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they actually hate Jews. They're on Jews like, for so many Jews for so long that it wears But I couldn't tell if he was like <laughs> fucked up because like his eyes were so wide. I'm like, are you rolling or is this just like how you are? And it was, he was so famous that I thought he was just gonna be like, "Hey, nice to meet you, bye." But all of a sudden, he was like very intensely talking. I think to he us. wants to fuck like, you. I don't know. It was. I think it was his bachelor party because he got married like a week to later a woman? or something like that to a woman. He dated someone in my old office. Wait, what? Yeah, I thought he was openly gay. No, no that was the whole thing. Is he said he's gonna stop taking gay roles he, because yeah. I think he's like he's openly not gay. Yeah, he's openly How not brave. gay. Yeah. How brave. Well, wish well, him the best. Wish um, him the best. Darren <laughs> Chris remains to be Marsha's crush of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad at me, actually? Absolutely not. Marsha, are you mad at me? Absolutely not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Definitely not. Megan S. Pope, are you mad at me? Megan S. Pope, you mad, mad at us? Which no. adore you. That's our episode. Forever, Forever Dog. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.